The Dode Fox Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dode Fox Podcast. I'm Paul. He's Ronnie. And that was, well, that was utter shite on Saturday. Can we just skip the game and go straight to the Scrandis Liga? No. Fair dues. Join the conversation on our socials. We are at Dode Fox Podcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Coming up on this week's episode, Kelly Review, stay-at-home Scrandis Liga, the young team, the rumour mill, Ryan Gold, podcast shop, on this day with the Arab Archive, and our new play-along game, Who Am I? It's all coming up on episode 62 of the Dode Fox Podcast. I'm Andy McLaren. Welcome to the Dode Fox Podcast. So welcome back to the Dode Fox Podcast. And uh, Paul, before we start, do you want to point out what you've just pointed out to me, which is very poignant with today, Sunday, as we record this? Yeah, well, this is a year to the day since uh, we humped the D's 6-2, and this is episode 62. Tis. Some people would think that this was planned all along. <laughs> this was not planned all along. This is just the way the stars have aligned. Uh, talking of humpings. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to know about your sleazy Saturday night. What about Saturday afternoon? It was, uh, it was dreadful. Uh yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go two footed on any of the players or anything like that. But it was, it wasn't a good like. We all knew we would lose games this season, and you know we've already lost a couple. But performances were of a certain standard, uh, and you're able to live with that. You know, you, you were taking positives from the games. Uh, but what happened yesterday? That's, ugh, that's not the way you want to be losing football matches. Like it was, it was really, really poor. I, I felt. Really poor for, for for not being there. Obviously, what was it the same kind of? Were you feeling the same as the Queen of the South game last season? Nah, nah, no, not really. But I was I was extremely disappointed. Uh, just everything that that we've been good at the last couple of weeks, we just weren't good at yesterday. Uh, but no, I mean if if we go the next umpteen games and we're still playing this way, then. I could see me getting to Queen of the South levels of anger, but no, it's it's worrying. There's certain things to be worrying about. Uh, like we've been bumming them up and they're maybe not as good as we've been saying they are. And the the team have taken a bit of stick on social media over over last, uh, last night and this morning. And I don't think they're as bad as people are saying. But yesterday was a... It was a right kick in the balls. Like uh, we really weren't a good. We really weren't a good at all. And uh, there's there's a few things that concern me a wee bit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I I make for them. There was no changes for, for last week. Now let's let's not forget here. We were singing praises last week because even though we'd been beat from Celtic, we had been beat from Celtic. You know the mm-hmm. the best team in the league. Um, you know, and they were, we were getting the plaudits, and they deservedly got the plaudits. But it just wasn't there yesterday. It was like, you kind of put in those type of performances every week, right? I get that. You can have one player off the boil, but yesterday just felt there was six, seven, eight. I felt for Benji. I don't think he deserved to ship four goals, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but we've switched off at a throw-in. We've been caught ball watching. We've no cleared our lines. And a boy scored a world day, which I still thinks across to the back post. But anyway, you know, but it just shows you you absolutely get punished in this league. You know, if you don't, if you're no switched on at the throw in, 
it's an easy one to boys put the ball in the striker to his credit has got between the centre half and the left back and you know he, he's winning that but then caught ball watching for the, the second goal when it bounces over instead of maybe following the man good finish mm-hmm. for the boy with no clear lines for the third and then the fourth like, say the boys you know I, I will be honest it was switched off and mega off by the fourth goal going in but I saw it back and I actually thought see if we'd have got beat for that goal I maybe would have applauded you but you were a prick <laughs> yes absolutely it was a, it's an absolute peach uh, in my opinion like uh, I think the boy meant it but hey ho but I felt uh, like as you said the, the two goals that we lost in the first half were really really poor you know we and whether or not me and you cursed it by last week saying we've been in every game we've no been close to getting a pumping and then lo and behold we were never in that game yesterday I didn't think and I know that the managers came out after it and even listening to the the DUTV commentators they were saying oh it's against the run of play well like possession wise possibly but <laughs> I would be happy to accept 37% possession or whatever it is that Kelly finished the game with if they're going to win 4 nothing every week uh, I don't think that we I'm not sure if we had a shot on target one we had a couple of chances how many did we have? one one, one shot, shot on target, target. For 18 shots. See, that's that's piss poor. Uh, but again, we're no... And this, is, this isn't this like a, a new thing that we're struggling to create things. This has been going on since last season, you know? The way Robbie Nielsen set us up, we were trying to create everything from the wings. And if you take Bolton out of the team this season, we've not really created anything. Like, he's... He's the creative spark, and again, he's on the wing. Now, when we're people have I've read comments, people saying, "Ah, but second half, you know, they, we had ah, the ball and we were pressing them back." Kelly allowed us to have the ball because we didn't have a clue what to do with it. And Bolton kind of fell out the game second half. We didn't. Uh, we we never looked like scoring. We never looked like troubling them. And every time they went forward, I didn't think they were going to score, but they were creating a chance. They were getting a shot off. It was just, you know, I keep saying the word poor. It was poor. I'm sure that everybody at the club will know that. Uh, first two goals, bad to lose. Third one, absolutely comical. Uh, I mean, I've watched it back and I could, if we're 2 nothing up in that game and it's the exact same scenario, Connolly kicks the ball out the ground. So I, I can kind of understand why he's not done that because we're chasing the game. You don't want to waste too much time but you kind of fall on your face. You, you just, you, you kind of do that. Uh, the midfield yesterday, they were never really in it, I don't think. Logan Chalmers, Harks, Butcher, Bolton, he had moments, but there was nothing really of note. Paul off at half uh, Yeah, Paul, that was his poorest game this season. Uh, that was a few of their poorest games uh, this season. Uh, and like the, I suppose one of the easy shouts is, for a Declan Glass you know I see his name coming up all the time now Declan Glass know the saviour uh, but I would give him a, I would give him a go you know because I don't know what he's like in training and I'd, obviously the manager sees it and the, the previous manager he didn't really give him much of a, a shout either but anytime I've saw him he, he's that sort of player he could open up a defence same goes for young Mochrey now I get it Mochrey's only 17 years old as well you know he's a, he's a young guy 
but he's good on the ball, you know, and he, he looks to create things. Uh, and I know they've both been on the bench this season, but they didn't seem to be in the manager's plans for whatever reason, for whatever reason. But it's uh, it's it's a wee bit of concerning because if we drop our work rate levels, which I think that we did yesterday, and, you know, United could come out and completely disprove that theory by saying, well, look, here's the distance covered against Celtic, against Hibs, and we actually covered the same distance against Kelly. It didn't look like that to me. It didn't look like that. And I don't think that we gave up. I don't think we we quit on it when we went two or three down, but we were just never in it for the get-go, I didn't think. Regardless of how much possession we had, we never looked like troubling them. And, uh, you know, Kirk Broadfoot's probably... He probably didn't even have a wash his strip. The thing is, we, we were, you know, we've had all the ball, better team for for the majority of the game. I totally get that. Possession doesn't win your games. But we are woefully short in the final third. Woefully short. Even even the game against St. Johnston, you saw the frustrations for, for Shankland when he was playing. So Shankland playing in yesterday doesn't win us the game because we've created nothing to get into him. You know, I no. I still think, and again, these are these are our personal opinions, but the fans are voicing these as well. We we are crying out in our eyes for a winger, a creative midfielder, and a striker. And I would draw to the boy Kabamba yesterday, not just because I would be able to play that song when he scores goals, but he's the type of arsehole striker who just puts himself about. He's a big boy. You know, he was wearing a beach towel up his nose. It seemed the first half. But he was a nuisance the hell day. He occupied Connolly a day. Now, we've said Connolly likes the physical battles. Boy, in the camera, he was like, fine, no bother. He, he's, it's maybe no him, I'm saying, but we are needing somebody. We are bound for about him. You know, when United fans weren't keen on John Daly at the start of you know, because of the way he played or the way he seemed, he's, they're maybe, they're the types of players we need to play off. And Nicky mm-hmm. Clark a Shankland I don't think Louis Appery's got going this season but he is still a work in progress a big step up again you know but we're needing somebody like that I'm not saying it's a target man that we hump the ball to but somebody we can get the ball into that can knock the ball off can hud it up you know and we're needing a creative midfielder I saw someone on Twitter this morning actually saying Ken what we need we need a Billy, a Billy McKinley in the midfield it's not much to ask and it's true but that is the type of player that we maybe do need a bit dynamic and you know, mm-hmm. knock a ball about, can score goals. And obviously we're, you know, I, I still think we're needing an out-and-out winger as well. Someone fresh, quick, like a Bolton, you know. that On the other side, yeah. The thing mm-hmm. with Luke Bolton and, and a lot of young players, you, you're going to accept inconsistencies. But what comes up after a 4-0 defeat is, well, they're not ready. They're not ready. Right. And I get that. I think that there, there might be times... For me, I thought Kieran Freeman would have played yesterday as a natural right back. But I totally get after last week, Lewis Nielsen playing very well. I get that. And I thought Lewis Nielsen done well again yesterday, you know. Yeah. Um, but again, I thought Adrian Sporler would have been on for, for Logan. I thought that would have happened. Uh, I was very surprised that Dylan Powers maybe didn't have come on or, you know, Cammy Smith didn't have come on, you know. Um, but again, that's that's for me. But we are screaming out personally for a winger, a, a somebody creative, and a and a striker. You know, I'm. Yeah. You know, the it's, it's one bad game, right? We kind of go on a run. We've said that, right? We play them, the, those, 
in a couple of weeks' time. So there's two weeks to work on stuff. Then we've got to go to Castle Grayskull. Then we've got Simmerna home. You kind of know have you kind of pick up zero out of nine points there. You mm-hmm. know, we've got to turn around. I saw someone saying on Twitter over. I think it was either after the game or today. I can't mind. If you were told you'd have seven points right now, would you accept that? Yes, of course we would. But we wouldn't accept it in the manner yesterday. You know, you wouldn't have. Yeah. You know, you, because the way we've been, I expect to work out a win yesterday. Of course I did. You know, yeah. but it was just, there was too many boys off their game. You, you, every team will have one or two possibly. Look at Celtic last week, the boy from Pong, no scene. But they had enough in the tank over their team to, to get by, you know what I mean? Whereas this week, I think Logan Chalmers even scared the right back into thinking he was in a game. Whereas last week, I think the boy Frimpong realised he wasn't about a game. You know, yeah. hugely, hugely disappointing. Kelly's first win in eleven games as well. Eh, no one since February. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know. It's. I mean, I agree with most of what you said there. I don't think that we were the better team. You mentioned that at the start. I don't think we were the better team uh, at all. No, we are possession a lot, wise. Yeah. I, I get what you. I get why you say that, but. Like you could have all the possession in the world, we didn't do anything with it. Uh, yeah, Lewis Nielsen, I thought he was probably one of our better players yesterday. Could, when you take everything into consideration, he's no a right back; he's a bairn. Uh I don't think that he he didn't go missing. You know, he he was he was good. It was just poor, you know. When you, you as I said right at the very start, we we could all accept losing because we're going to lose games. But when you lose like that, it. And even if it, even if I had lost like that last week against a team that everybody thinks that you're going to lose to, you still it's still a hard one to take because you just you get the sense that they've no left it all out on the pitch. You know, too many people had an off day, and you get that can happen. But that doesn't mean to say that you can you can you can stomach it any better. You know, and it's also it's fine to think to sit here today and think we've had a good start to the season which we have, but you can also be pissed off that we've been absolutely humped down at Kilmarnock. You can you can have both of the emotions in you because that's that's where I am right now. Like last night, and I should really apologise to you for saying what I said about your tea and your boxing and basically what I said about you. I was just pissed off that we got better on, so I'm very sorry for the sweary words and, and the couple of texts that I sent you. <laughs> That's why I thought but, uh, we were still on for a Queen of the South episode today. Nah, nah, nah. It was just I, I took it bad. I took it bad because the standards this season have been they've been set quite high, and uh, they they weren't they weren't close to getting matched yesterday. I didn't I think. Uh, obviously, with the way things have been, I don't think mo- I don't think anyone really watches the game on their own. So, um, what what was kind of getting said around where you were watching the game yesterday? Uh, one word was said over and over and it was pish and it wasn't because people were needing into the toilet it was just because it was it wasn't a good to watch it wasn't a good to watch uh, and there was there was a bit as, a, as I think I mentioned uh, that there was a bit of disagreement as well when I think it was the second goal that Kelly scored and uh, Scott on the United TV said oh that's come completely against the run of play mm, that might have come against the run of possession but like we were not really looking like doing anything, so uh, we, we disagreed with that. But like, I'm not having a go at Scott. Scott's Scott's good at what he does. Uh, but I was just I was just pissed off, you know. When I, d- I didn't go expecting a win, 
like I know you're saying that you you expected a win. I didn't expect it, but you hope for it. And I thought a decent start to the season. Uh, it's one game. Hopefully, it's one game. The only thing is, the the next game's uh, probably one of the hardest ones that you get all season. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we'll just have to do our best to try and get back. Every time we get pumped in these games, it always seems like we've got like an international break or something. We, we don't have like a midweek game to get over it, do we? We've got to sit on it and stew on it and dwell on it for two weeks. A nightmare. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there's there's a lot of talk of, of kind of what we need and we've mentioned there sort of the players, but it's it's really evident we're needing a real we're needing something up front that's that can go against the, the big physical centre half parents. You know, when you look around the league, you know, Cosgrove at Aberdeen, uh Kabamba at Kelly, I think the boy Obika is at St. Merlin's a bit of a unit as well. So, you know, these teams are like that, you know, the physical presence that we could hold up. Because I think again, yesterday, it's all nice playing the ball around and stuff, but you need to know centre halves need to know they're in a battle. You know, yeah. Jordan White and Motherwell's another name has just come to me, but you know, he's sh- he's shite. But uh, teams will teams will let you play about all the nice football yeah. all day long if you've not cut an edge, and that's that's roughly where we are just now. We didn't hear that cut an edge, and as you said, it's not just a case of oh, can't wait to get Shankland back because you you could hear Cristiano Ronaldo up front if you didn't give him the bar if you didn't if he doesn't create a chance for him, then it's it's not going to matter. We need something different, and I just wonder because when when we spoke to when we spoke to Mickey Mellon a good few weeks ago now, and we told him that we'd never heard of him, and like he made, he made a fool of it, uh, he said that there was a lot of plates spinning with regards to players coming in. Now, so far we've only we've only brought in Bolton, and like it's it's a good signing, you know. Ryan he's Edwards. made a difference. Ryan, Ryan Edwards. Edwards as well, sorry, and he he was. Like obviously he played one game unluckily got injured I think he was back on the bench yes. yesterday yes. Uh, but there's there's no I think he come out after the game yesterday Mickey and, and said there's nothing imminent with regards to players coming in and it's a little bit worrying you know it's, I'm, just, I'm just wondering how much of the the whole situation surrounding like football in Scotland just now has has eaten into the budget because the, the club they can't, they probably can't budget, you know. They they don't know when their next the next income is going to come in because even when fans get back in the ground, it's no fans that are going to be spending any money. It's fans that have spent the money, you know. So I just I just don't know how much the present situation has affected the budget, and uh, it looks like it has massively affected it. But the one thing I will say, like, and it's it's not really a United topic, I suppose, but something that's kind of eating away at me a, a wee bit of the last few weeks, all these teams that have came out and they've, they've either laid off staff or they've said, right, we're going to half your wages or we'll do this or we'll do that. And people are out of pocket because of that. And I understand that. It's it's different times, you know. You've got to do what you've got to do. But then on the back of that, these same teams are signing boys, sometimes paying transfer fees for them. And I don't understand that at all, you know. The one thing I will say to back United, we haven't done that. As far as I'm aware, we have okay, we furloughed people, but everybody furloughed people. But people are now back at the club. Nobody's had to take a wage cut that, that we're aware of. And uh, maybe that's a factor into the, the fact that we we maybe just didn't have that much in the budget to go and to go and get a player in. But like we, we do need some players. Of that there is no doubt, but you just wonder uh, the reason for it. Is it because there's there's nobody caught the eye? I would I would struggle to believe that. Or is it because 
like money's so tight. Yeah, uh, I think the start re- re- realization from yesterday, you know, maybe we had overachieved, and uh, we find out where where we were and what we're up against. If if it's uh, if it is, I think it's evident though. If if there isn't some new blood coming in, it could be a long season given what we've seen yesterday. But mm-hmm. let's not take it away for the first five games when you know even losing to Celtic and uh, and Hibs, there were there were plus points like you mentioned, and obviously. I think we all know we should have probably beat St Johnston, but then we had two good away wins at Motherwell and Ross County, which the way this league is, every place is a tough away day. You know, there's no an easy away day, but um, yeah, frustrating all, all, all the same. Uh, and you probably do wish there was a game next week rather than this international break. I'm always, yeah. can never work out which, which I prefer. You know, if there was to be a game or or not. But anyway, it's likely to be two weeks on the 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 high performance centre. Arts is being booted back into place, and 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 everything well, else. Possibly, yeah, possibly. It'll be interesting to see the bounce back, uh, and who knows how how the manager deals with like such a setback. Uh, certainly after the match, he he wasn't a scathing of the players at all. He thought that they played all right. Uh, but obviously there was certain mistakes that were made but I, I don't think they were played that great yesterday so I wouldn't throw them under the bus but I, I wouldn't go out my way to stick up for them yesterday mm. uh, The highlight of any trip to Kilmarnock if you had to make it would have been the Kelly Pie of course you couldn't do that yesterday unless you went to Aldi um, correct <laughs> uh, but thank you very much by the way To we put a post up yesterday at 12 o'clock saying um, but basically what are you hearing what, what is your stay at home Scrandis League a choice and uh, thank you very much to everyone who uh, did get in touch with the tweets and the comments uh, it was uh, Aldi um, purchased Kelly Pies in my gaff mm-hmm. yesterday same here uh, some of them I have to say some people are I mean there's time differences kicking in here with some of these um, but you've got this is not a time difference chipped cheese and uh, spaghetti hoops uh, a packet <laughs> sent in by what five year old <laughs> Lockheed Arab 83 um, uh, 12 macaroni pies uh, or pears a packet of discos and a whisper gold a chicken curry pear uh, Stephen steak brideys showing off um, almonds and monster munch that's that's a that's a combo that's a combo what was that uh, that was Paul Riley the, uh, the Arab Markham cheesy peep I'd rather I'd go with Richard Price's discos and uh, chocolate or whatever uh, it was that he had that's barbecue better. ribs onion badges a Duncan's pie from Thane's Baker in Aberdeen barbecue pool pork macaroni pears rice crispies toast and tea lime marmalade on the toast seven hours a hind so that's fair <laughs> enough uh, yeah somebody was having fried Chinese dumplings as well which is oh they look delicious how exotic are we getting here uh, well we're getting pretty damn exotic but boys were, were banging into some some class scan I have to say and uh, lots of people still in the Robertson's uh, steak pie for uh, our broth as well so uh, mm-hmm. thanks to everyone who got in but it was Kelly Pies for yourself uh, what did you think of them? I thought they were absolute dynamite. Yeah, they were, eh? It was really good. Like, ah, they were about. A, I mean, if you had to score them, they're up there. They're a nine out of ten, easy. Yeah, they were delicious. Yeah, I have to say, they and were. I, sh- I shall be. I shall be getting more of them now that I know that you can 
easily source them for Aldi. I wouldn't say easily. I was in three Aldis on Friday night getting mine. <laughs> well, I was there. I was there Friday afternoon. I might have wiped stock suit, so I do apologise. I had to go to three of them, but it was uh, it was fine. But thank you very much, for people who got involved in that, uh, which is always fun. Um, uh, let's talk about Tuesday. The friendly against uh, Sheffield United, of course, abandoned at half time. Very young team, along with the fringe boys that we thought would uh, would take part. Uh, apart from the weather, what did you think? Uh, I didn't see much of it, so I might have to defer the opinion of how it went to you. I only saw a few minutes of it. Uh, I thought that we'd done all right. We were, we were standing up to them quite well because it was it was a strong Sheffield United team. Yeah. I thought Dennis was good uh, at the goal. He spilled it, but. Like the conditions were perfect for water polo, dreadful for football. Uh, but yeah, uh, they done all right. They done all right. I thought a back three uh, were very good. You know, it was uh, very young. Cooney, uh, the boy Smith, and uh, Ross Graham. And the boy Smith's only fifteen years old. I was I was Correct, told at the yeah. time and was amazed by was that. He, was he plunking? <laughs> well, that was my next question. I th- I wondered what was going on because it was him. Uh, Mockery we are sticking a man. <laughs> we are sticking a man right now. He was plonking. So um I thought Chris Mockery was excellent. And and this is the thing. He, for someone so young, just wants the ball. Just wants to always ask for the ball. Uh so I thought he was very good. Uh I thought Dylan Powers was excellent. I thought he was excellent for the 45 minutes. And yeah, let's say it wasn't in the greatest of conditions, but a good exercise. And, you know, apart from the goal, it would give away a penalty after about two minutes uh, that they, they missed there at the post. But it was good to see the young boys. And I was I was annoyed. They obviously, did get I had to get cancelled at half time. But for the young boys that were on the bench, they were probably all going to see action. You know, and you had um, Archie Mikas and that were on the bench. Players I've no seen. So I was I was really looking forward to it, but uh, a great exercise for the young boys, great experience. Because apart from one boy, I think the right winger for Sheffield United were were all starters last season, which is mm-hmm. which is phenomenal. You know to to test yourself against that. But uh, when you tuned into it, we, obviously you, you look at the window and know it's bad. But it, it was, I've, I've never seen Tanadice in such a such a water polo pool as it was. Uh, it was it was it was crazy i noticed at the main gates as well and i think it was because uh the paparazzi that now follow you about due to the success of the podcast but they've got some black tarpaulin up so that you kind of you kind of see the people entering the building is that anything ronnie costello related no i didn't go in that door so <laughs> i've no idea ah that's how famous you are you're going in the back door these days well easy Ah. <laughs> uh, We'll, we'll move on swiftly. Uh, it's free week next week. Uh, Scotland are playing and uh, Lauren Shankland is out of the Scotland squad. Expected, I would think, yeah. since he didn't appear yesterday. No, I, I was surprised that he was named in it uh, because I would imagine that the conversation must go between Steve Clark and, and United and they must ask, how is he? Because I've not seen him this season bar the first game of the season. And uh, so, yeah, I was surprised that he was named in it. Good for the guy that he got named in the squad, but uh, absolutely not surprised that he's been ruled out. Mm. Yeah, not at all. Uh, it's a double, I think it's, it's Friday, Monday. 
I don't know. Yes. Tuesday or whatever else. It's Friday, Monday, yeah. And uh, it is a free week. Now, usually with a free week, we would do, we do like, uh, we would maybe do a Q&A or we'd do something a little bit different. But no, we have just got a special guest uh, for yes. you next week. So uh, we'll still be here uh, as normal. Someone said we should take a week off after yesterday, but hey, we're still here. That's cowardice. <laughs> Let's speak about this. Uh, rumor mill. It's only one name really that's been linked. Although, I, I, again, I'm not sure how strong a rumor it is, but Mark McNulty, who was on loan at Hibs for a couple of spells, uh, his record up here is about one and two, which isn't a bad actually. But uh, apparently, not a live target at the moment. Now, I don't know. If that means he's dead or or what is happening. There. <laughs> I hope not. But uh, I hope not. I, I mean, imagine there's a there's an A, B, and a C list. Possibly, who knows? But um, or the rumor is we're skint and there's no list. Ah. Who knows? The plates have no, they're not spinning anymore. <laughs> They've had dropped and smashed. <laughs> but he is uh, he's the only uh, name that I've really seen linked uh, this week. Didn't see anyone else. See, I think I've mentioned this day. I think I've asked you as well. See, the names not been coming out or were not being linked to anyone. Are you a fan of not knowing or would you like to know? Or Because I watched the game yesterday. My mate said to me, Hawaii were no link to anyone. I said, but the club are no leaking anything. Like Nothing's coming out. It's like they've tightened all that. It's the same with the injured players. Like, we don't know the Shanklin situation. We all want to know. But is that just to obviously keep it in and go, well, you tell us, you're telling the opposition. No, opposition's then no, Shanklin's not playing. They could play defensively. I'm just putting it out there. But... Because mind before, you would always know, ah, he's out four yeah. weeks, whereas now, yeah. and the same with being linked to players. What do you think? Because I'm a, a junkie for United information, I would like to know, but I understand why we didn't get told. But yeah, anyway, well, you know what you're like in group chats, you know? Like, we're, we're all in United-themed group chats where you're like, have you heard anything? Can Friday night, what's the team? I don't can. <laughs> I'm not there when it gets peened up on the wall. Uh, so yeah, I, I would like to know, but uh, you understand why. But the, the, the rumour mill, obviously we want to know because it gives us a wee segment on this daft podcast. But the fact that there's no rumours and there's there's no incomings, there's no outgoing, there's none. So I, I'm just, ho- I hope, although I fear that we've no money, we've no money in the budget to go and bring anybody in. Or we're waiting on getting somebody out the door so we can bring somebody in. I don't know. I'm completely speculating. But uh, yeah, if if I had my choice, I would find out because I like to know what the hell's going on down Tanadice Way. Maybe we just need to start making names up. Well, Again. I thought you did. We Mark McNulty. I had, I've, I'd never heard that in. Telling you, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> right, let's uh, let's move on to our new play along game, our new feature of Who Am I, which was yeah. I thought we might need to add something in for a bit of play along, and uh, then we got pumped for nil. But I thought still going with it. So uh, the, the the this might be short lived. Who knows? But we just <laughs> so I it's just one off. I just thought we'd chuck it in and just to try and get people to be shouting while they listen to this. Uh, podcast either because they've got it correct or that you've no got it correct yet and they're raging at you and we'll see we might take turns doing this who knows but uh so it's who am i you'll get five clues you'll get a clue then you can guess a second clue a guess bloody blah and basically if it takes you five clues then 
What have you been doing? Like, how do you know who this Am I going to need a pen and a paper here? No, no. write this stuff down? No, I don't think so. You get I me? Mean, play along at home. Play along in work. Play along in your car. And shout out if you know. So, let's do it. The clues should get easier. In my head, okay. they, they, they are getting easier as we go along. Mm-hmm. Enough. Clue to... five, the, the man's name. <laughs> near enough. Like, near enough. Right, okay. All right. So, this is, uh, this is our new play along game called Who Am I? Can I guess? No. John Jacques, Missy, Missy. <laughs> right, we'll move on. No, it's no. Um, <laughs> signed on July the 11th, 2003, for 100 grand. That's clue one. You can pass, so you didn't need to guess. You can just move right on. Mm. Uh, I'll pass. Oh, if you got it right there, you got five points. That's how it was. Now you're on to four right. points. Born. Tough, this. I'll give you this. It's tough. August 27th. So just missed out on being on this day in 1981. He's a year older than me. He's 39 now. He's not quite as old as David. you. David Proctor? No. 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 Right, move on. Good. Third no. clue. 132 appearances. 15 goals for United for United <laughs> see, 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 this is a United podcast you dick <laughs> a fair shout though uh, <laughs> 132 uh, you're trying to work out how many seasons that works out there no I was I was thinking something completely stupid there it's no harm nope right, I'm still not getting it <laughs> Oh, collector a runners up medal in the Scottish Cup final in May 2005. Okay. Cogs are turning. Yeah. Alan Archibald? Nope. 15 ah. goals. He's, and he's ah, only 39. Mm. Final clue. What a and believe me, if you didn't get it for this. Then it's, I'm not taking the blame. He also <laughs> played for Arbroath, Luton Town, St Johnston, Toronto FC, and Falkirk. And despite his goal to game ratio, he was actually a striker slash winger. <laughs> I'm having a stinker here today. It's the Toronto's through us. Boys, honestly, people are shouting at, at this. I hope they are. Probably. Probably. I shouted, turn that shite up. What have they threw this segment in for? Uh, oh, I, can't, I can't think of it, Ron. And I'm not even going to cheat looking at my phone and pretend I'm thinking about it. I, I just can't, I can't get it. Do you want a bonus clue? Ian McCall signed him. I thought Ian McCall signed him because I figured out he's the manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I can't think. Allegedly, he had a season dick up for Fat Sam's. It's, it's the Toronto thing that's gubbed us. I, I can't <laughs> think I was played for Toronto. You're just going to hit tell us. Put us in my misery. Or who am I? on our debut of this play along game which has been a lot of fun if this is how we're going to see Paul on a weekly basis uh, it was Colin Samuel Colin Samuel 
Sick. All right. You can you can date next week then. You can get your own butt. You can hit next week. So well done if you got that right after about the third or fourth clue. <sighs> fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck, that was a that was good. Right. Um want to mention Ryan Gold. Liga Pro Player of the Year for 2019-20. Obviously, the thing that we've always kind of said is, or we always look back and, did he go too soon? Was it the right move? Blah, blah. It took him a lot longer than than he would have probably liked to really establish himself in a team that really plays around him, plays to strength. But when Sport and Lisbon come calling... I mean, you've you've probably got to go, but uh, great to see this week that he got that kind of recognition. I didn't realise he was playing that well in the league, yeah. but brilliant, absolutely brilliant to see. Yeah, loved Goldie when he was uh, when he was at Tanadice, and uh, he was one of the most gifted players that had come through the ranks that I'd ever seen. And yeah, okay, he went there. He got a, a dream move to a massive club, and he fancied it. You know, it wasn't it just. I don't think it was just football related. I think it was the whole lifestyle choice as well. He wanted to go. He wanted to experience something completely different, learn a new language. Uh, we got sun on his back. It's not gonna. It's not gonna hinder him. And uh, it didn't work out great at Sporting Lisbon. He had to go on loan, and then he went. I think he was at Hibs as well at one point, mm-hmm. and he, he got injured. That didn't really pan out the way he would have hoped. And then he's dropped down a level, and he's the best player in the league. And uh, as you as you touched on, his team's been promoted, so he's going back up to the top league, and it's it's well deserved. You know, he's still a young man. What is he? Is he twenty three now or something? Twenty five. Twenty five in December. He's twenty five. Well, mm-hmm. he's, he's still a young man. You know, he's 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 done all right. Mm-hmm. He's done all right, and he could always come back to Scotland at Tanadice if he so chooses. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, he will be welcomed with open arms if one day he wants to return home uh, but no very very well played to him uh, and I'm glad to see it because he was one of the good guys yeah also finished the season as the his team's top scorer uh, and uh, he, he's still a player obviously he's a player with love now with the way he plays but mm-hmm. he, he's all, he's still a player for playing that kind of thing that for Scotland you know that <laughs> yeah. it's continual obviously being overlooked but again if he's playing, not playing and whatever else and you know he's jumped around some obviously Portuguese teams and then yeah he did have that spell at Hibs which I don't think well I think he actually got injured and didn't really see much yeah, of him. Yeah he did. But for uh, for him to go back and have that way of play and get player of the year, top scorer and get a promotion is uh, it's great yeah. to see and it's kind of the way that we, we want to see kind of the academy uh, again you know and it's the way it's going with getting this new breed coming through um, mm-hmm. th- this year with the Nielsens, the Mockrays and, and whatever else, you know, when you go back to that golden age of the Golds, the Suitors, and obviously John Suitors got a really bad injury again, which is really going to hamper him now uh, with another injury like that, regardless who he plays for and whatever, but uh, a bad injury for him. But it's great to see. And I think one thing that we not was is maybe the type of player Scotland could do as well, but certainly we, we could certainly do it. Paradise. Uh, well, definitely. But hats, hats off to him, you know. He's he's went there. He's obviously faced a lot of adversity, and like I'm not, I don't want to say most people, but a lot of people would just would have chucked it and got their agent to get them a move back closer to home. But he's no, you know, he's determined to prove that he's got what it takes over there. And fair play, him, you know. I, I am surprised because when he when he broke into the United team, I would have 
put my house on the fact that he would have played for Scotland quite regularly. So the fact that he hasn't yet is, you know, it's a wee bit surprising, but it's understandable. He's completely out of the way, out of sight, out of mind, probably. Uh, he also had to drop down to their equivalent of the championship, although I'm not sure the standard. Uh, but he's he's got his chance to shine next season now in the top league. And by all accounts, he's obviously that team's main man. Yeah, no, good on him. Good to, it was good to read this week and thought it was worth a uh, mention. Uh, on this day still to come, the uh, Toad Fox podcast shop uh, opened again for pre-orders on Monday morning. Thank you very much to every single person who has uh, done an order. Even the orders are coming after we got pumped for Killy. We're, we're a delight. Uh, the shop closed, as you listened to this, uh, last night, Sunday, uh, at 10 o'clock and it will reopen again today uh, but there's there's not really any t-shirts or nothing available but anything that's available mugs, nudes and all that kind of stuff and again in another couple of weeks we'll uh, get stuff uh, relaunched again and we'll kind of go through it seems to be the easiest way we're hoping that it'll work this time is just doing it all in one batch and uh, we'll have a couple of new items available as well uh, probably from next week onwards I would think just with the shop kind of having a wee shut down at the moment just so we can catch up on the orders but t-shirts and hoodies thank you very much to everyone and uh, Paul you finally managed to get your hands on a hoodie it seems your order is in well the order's in yeah I've, I've not actually got my hands on it yet so uh, I'm waiting on uh, the other half of the podcast duo getting the order placed <laughs> and uh, I'm not even going to ask this week if there's an order for Minnesota because if money's tight and I totally understand if Mr Ogren or Scott or or whatever you know. If there's no order forthcoming, that's fine. And it's the same for for Asgard Towers. If there's nothing come for that direction either, I'm all right with that. And if I need a shot of money, you know, just say have a word. Yeah. So uh, we are shipping orders worldwide. So don't let it put you off. It does take time. It's clearly obviously because it's going worldwide. But thank you very much to everyone who has uh, ordered the t-shirts, the hoodies, mugs whatever else and whatever else we can come up with but thank you for your support Brilliant. once again right let's do on this day in association with the Arab Archive preserving the history of Dundee United Football Club since 2006 one match five signings and one birthday for you today Division 1 action 1974 is our only game to tell you about four goals by Andy Gray Pat Gardner Dave Neri and Doug Smith penalty Inside the first 32 minutes spelt the end for Motherwell and Gray added another 7 minutes from the end to complete a resounding 5-0 win at Tanadice. Five signings then. We'll start with the most recent and Paul, you can tell us your memories of them. All right? Will do. Signed by Shaba Laszlo, who's just got a new job, by the way. And the, seen that. the revealing Twitter video brilliant. is brilliant. Brilliant. My word, they might change that opinion. Uh, signed by Shaba Laszlo, went on to make 31 appearances, scoring one goal on this day in 2018. We signed the Algerian Zidane, Rashid Buhena. I liked Buhena. I did. I think he was good in a couple of positions. Uh, it was unfortunate, if rumours are to be believed, that his, his wife was homesick or wanted to go back closer to home. Uh, and I think that was what kind of made him leave. But uh, yeah, he was a good player. Move on. Handsome bugger as well. Signed by Ray McKinnon and made 42 appearances, scoring 19 goals, including a cracker in the Ironbrook Cup final. On this day in 2016, we signed the dashingly handsome Tony Andrew. 
<sighs> Tony Andrew was great for about half the season and then because he had to do everything he just kind of run out of steam I think yeah. and I'd, this dashingly handsome thing I, I don't see it like he was he's not an ugly man okay I'll give you that he's a lot better looking than me but that's a low bar I didn't get this dashingly handsome thing where, where, where is this coming to Ron? I mean look at him well, I have I have and I, I don't know I don't know see it is it the, was it the bottle iron brew that famous photo where he's had that is that what does I, it for you fine that, that, happy happy with that what a <laughs> sticky celebration we would have had <laughs> signed by Peter Houston on loan from Fulham but left within a month of his deal making just one appearance on this day in 2011 we signed Keanu Marsh Brown mm-hmm. and we will move on I nearly said Keanu Reeves well, probably be better if we had a. Yeah, we'd have uh, attracted more people through the, the gates as well. <laughs> also signed by Peter Houston, his United career was brought to an end due to injury that forced him to retire after just 20 appearances and one goal for the club. On this day in 2010, we signed Scott Severn. Mm, uh, he, I thought he was all right for us. Uh, I, can, I can remember the injury. Uh, was it no Jim Goodwin that... Tackled him. I think so. I'm sure it was Jim Goodwin, huh? Brack. There's a shock, eh? Jim Goodwin injuring the fellow pro. That's uh it's unheard of almost. Uh but yeah, he was all right. But he, his time at United was towards the end of his career, obviously, and then he picked up a bad injury and that was him. Mm-hmm. Right. Strap yourself in, or oh, everyone, because yet again, as she sang, I have saved the best for last. Signed by Alex Smith in 2020 years ago. A full international, no less. But his 12 How do you appearance- spell fool? <laughs> <laughs> his 12 appearances for us didn't bring a single goal, and he was a striker. On this day in 2000, we signed Simon Pierre Mavondo Antangana. A man that never understood the offside rule. Or as Charlie Moore said, he was fucking hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't the best. He wasn't the best. But he was an international. Jeez, he before beat. he came. Before he came, what he was an international. Like, clearly wasn't getting selected for his performances <laughs> at Tanadice. Um, oh, that was bad times. <laughs> uh, one thing uh, I didn't ask actually when we were sorry to bring this up again was the Kelly game. Uh, if you were pushed for a man in the match, who would it have been? Probably Nielsen or Seagrist, maybe. There wasn't really anybody that, like, if I was the sponsors, we standing at the side of the pitch, we bought the champagne at hand door, I would have just drunk it myself. There wasn't anybody really merited that, I don't think. <laughs> Might have made the game easier to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, listen, it's done. It's, uh, it's done and dusted. If you were Mickey Mellon in charge, taking training in the next couple of days, what is the uh, Paul McNichol-led Mickey Mellon chat to the players Monday morning? Uh, they'd all be sat down and made to watch the game again. In minute details, Uh they're just going to have to work on certain things, you know. To get back to what they were doing. 
I don't know. I, I get the impression the manager might just put it down to a bad day at the office. Uh, but again, time will tell. He's he's new. He's new to the club. We're new to to dealing with him. Uh, I think he might just give them another chance. And if they they then blow it again, if we we go to Ibrox in a couple of weeks and get absolutely pumped by playing poorly, uh, then he might act. But you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I would love to see him. I'd love to see him give Mochre or Glass a chance, just to either prove me right or prove me wrong. You know, because not just me, but a lot of people are calling out for one of these guys to get a shout. And if we give him a shout and he turns out that he's he's maybe no cut out for this level, we'll find that out. Mm. But ho- hopefully we'll have somebody else in by that time. Even at, I'm, I'm, even at your advancing years, c- could you have your boots ready in a couple of weeks to go up front just in case? I mean, I could have the boots ready, but the body, no. I mean, I'll, I'll polish the bits. But the body that's going into them, no, no, you'd be better with Keanu Marsh Brown. <laughs> and he was honking. <laughs> be that, better with Mavondo. <laughs> on that note. <laughs>